What's up, world? It's your girl, Niche Bars. It's your boy, Eta760. And you just tuned in to the hot seat. So, what's up, world? It's your Monday. You know, it's a late afternoon. It's been a minute. You know, we just had an awesome, amazing weekend. Our Coming Out of the Fire EP just released. So I encourage you to go look for that, stream it live. We got hard copy CDs. You can tap in at our Facebook page, The Lovebirds. And man, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, and so much more. We're just asking y'all to tap in and check us out. Man, that party was so amazing. It was lit. The performances was awesome. Like, the food was awesome. The desserts was awesome. Even though I didn't get one piece of... Babe, did you get a dessert? I didn't get any dessert. They tore that dessert up. But I'm so glad that everybody came out to support and had an awesome time. It was amazing. So now we back on this Hot Seat Podcast. And today, we on this Hot Seat. And today, we want to talk about how you know if it's for real or not. Like, how you know that that's the one. So with that being said, babe, like, how do you know if someone's the one for you? They destiny aligns with yours. That's good. Like, they plans for their life and your plans for your life, they, co- they coincide together. Like, they go hand in hand. Like, your, your soulmate's dream ain't gonna be far-fetched off from your dream. Mm. If they completely opposites... You might want to reevaluate the person that you're trying to make your soulmate. It might be a friend. It might be somebody that you're supposed to have a good relationship with. But it might not be somebody your soul is supposed to be tied to. That's good. So you saying like basically like if you call to preach, your wife or your husband should be involved somewhere in that type of ministry as absolutely, well. Absolutely. Absolutely. They shouldn't feel like they're being left out or like, they're, like their life is taking a totally different di- direction of where your life is going. I feel like if you're called to be with a preacher or a prophetess or a minister, then there should be some type of gift that God's showing you that you're supposed to be involved in ministry too. Now what? Now what about the one? What about the people who don't know Christ? Like they're not in the church, so they don't know nothing about purpose and destiny. Like talking to someone that's not saved. Like how would how how would you be able to inform them if you know that they got the right one or the, if, or if they being deceived? That person is for you. Like, they're going to be for you. They're going to be for you when everything is great, when everything is bad. They're going to be right there with you. And they're not going to be a yes man. They're going to be the person that tells you, yo, you messing up. They're always going to be the person who gets you back on, on the right path because they want to see what's they want they want to see what's best for you. They want what's best for you mm. at all times. And it's whether male or female. They only want what's best for you. So when they see you starting to detour or go off task, they're going to get you back on the right path. Or they're going to get on your head. And it ain't always going to be about affection or something they want from you. They're going to love you just because of who you are. Mm. Whether you whether you on top or whether you on the bottom, they're going to love you for you. Like unconditional. It's going to be unconditional. Mm. And you only find it out through going through conditions. That's so good, babe. That is so, so good. Did you have an experience? I had an experience like that. I found out I found out that you was my soulmate when we divorced. Mm. I never felt more connected to you in my life. That's when you true. was going when you was going through, I, w- I was stressed out. 
not even knowing what you was going through. I was just, it just, it was just like a worry that was over me. Where I would constantly pray for you and constantly just like intercede for you. <laughs> I would constantly call you and check up on you to make sure you was doing good. Not even wanting to like uh, reconcile. It wasn't even all no stuff like that. Just letting you know, like you my dog. Like, and yeah. if you don't ever feel like, if you feel like you ain't got nobody, you got me. And I want you to know that. Like, and it wasn't ever about nothing I wanted from you or anything like that. I just wanted you to know, like, you never going to go without as long as, as long as blood is pumping through my heart. Yeah. I mean, like, literally, so like, good. like, literally, you had a key to my apartment. Just in case right. things ever I got sure crazy. Did. Like, and you had your own bedroom in my place. I sure did. Like, cause just to let you know, like, I wasn't on no, like, trying to be a player or trying to, like, get back in between your legs or anything like that. It was like, just if you need a, if you need a safe haven where you need to be alone and clear your head, I be at work. You got your own bedroom here set up. You can come here, pray, fast, do whatever you need to do, relax, sleep, whatever it was. You had your own safe haven. And I didn't care where I was on this planet Earth. I wanted you to always know that you always had a place. You always had a room in my house. What you said was so true because it was during the divorce that I really felt like you loved me because when we were married in our first marriage, like I used to always say you don't love me because I never, I never felt it. And I never felt like you showed it. I never received it. And I didn't, sometimes I didn't even understand what it truly was, but it wasn't until the divorce happened that I realized that you really loved me. And it was during the divorce that I started to love you back. You know, to see everything that I put you through and everything that you put me through and yet we were still able to be friends. Like it didn't mean anything. To see me in a whole nother relationship and, you know, moved on after the divorce. Like, and you still be able to have my back the way you have my back and still care for me and love me. Like I literally seen what Christ's unconditional love for me was through you in that time of divorce. Like, honestly, like, I knew you was the one because God sent you to save me. Like, if you would have left and turned your back and did all that, like, I don't know if I would be, if I would have came back and became the woman I am today because I wouldn't have had someone loving me and telling me that I'm better than what I'm doing and all this stuff. So, like, like you said, through, through all the good and the bad, I honestly think that's so true because that's what happened. And I know, you know, this is just like a podcast, but... Can I take the time just to tell you how much I appreciate you for sticking by my side like that? Anytime. I appreciate that. I appreciate your love for me. I appreciate how genuine it was, even through the pain of wanting me back. But I feel like what we went through was so it was so tragic and detrimental that I feel like it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. But when what when when God said what well, He joined together, let no man separate. That is the true honest word of God and it cannot return void because that's exactly what happened even though we didn't think that we were meant for each other God had allowed us to go through the permissive will of separation to find out in the separation that we was everything that we needed we just needed to grow up but we was refusing to grow up but it took something so tragic as our divorce to make us grow to realize like not only are you my best friend but I want to love you for the rest of my life. Nobody going to be able to hold my heart or carry my heart the way you do. And when I say the love was tested in the fire, that divorce was the fire. Yet we still came out of that fire and remarried like, dude, there's people out here divorcing and hating each other. They're divorcing and taking the kids and like 
Like they're divorcing and don't speak again. Like Get we divorced. And all kind of craziness. We divorced and became best friends, and that best friend and that love of a friendship grew us back into what God wanted us to be in the first place. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because it was like I always used to say like I like I may have like lost a relationship, but I gained like like a best friend. I gained like a sister. In the loss of the relationship. Right. Because it was like... All the lies died with the divorce. Yes. I can agree with you on that. Like, all the lies and all the, like, the deception died with the divorce. And it was buried. And it was like, God literally... It's like... It, it was all his it was all his purpose even the divorce was his purpose even though God hates divorce he used it for us to rebuild the foundation of what our love was supposed to be built back on which was honesty and that started with our friendship outside of the divorce because it was like no one felt the reason to lie anymore because right. the worst had already happened it was like what yeah. you gonna do leave you already did that yeah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was like so it was like we were just like unapologetically honest about everything and with that with that honesty being the foundation of everything and knowing like why is this person still being kind to me when all these things have happened to them and it's because I love you in spite of your mistakes and I don't love you because you was my woman I don't love you because you was my wife I love you because I love you like we grew up together you're my friend I always want to see you doing good mm -hmm. even if it's not with me I want to see you doing great right like, and if I'm going to be any help to that, then what do I got to do? It's like we build a friendship, not only just a friendship, but even before we got married, we was, you know, celibate. We took that, you know, until we get married, you can't get none of this. Yeah. And it's just like, that's not love, people. Like, fall, like thinking you love someone because yeah, of sex. what they can give you or the sexual encounters you have with them and the way they make you feel that's like that's lust because love is not a feeling love is a choice it is a decision you, you have make, to make man. a choice to love someone and i just encourage you ladies that when you make the choice to love someone make sure it's the one that god chose for you and not the one you chose for yourself because sometimes you can give your all and you can give everything to a person that is not meant to be your soulmate and you die in that person you literally die spiritually giving that person all of you because they never give you nothing back like you guys give up all your money you give up all you give up everything for a man that was never meant to have any of that you give up your virginity you give up you give up everything that belongs to somebody but you're deceived and you couldn't wait if a man cannot respect you he can't call you by your 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 god-given name if he can't keep his hands off you if he can't respect you and love you as christ loved the church that ain't the man for you if this man does not know Jesus Christ and does not have the love of God in his heart, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because this is the honest to God truth. He'll never be able to love you to the full potential that you deserve to be loved. Why? Because he don't even know love. To know love is to love, but to, know, to not know love, you don't love. Because you have no boundaries on love because you don't know Christ. See, men that know Christ, they love so hard and they treat their woman the best they can because they know the love of Christ and they know that the word says that, you know, if you don't treat your wife good, like your prayers will be hindered. 
And men of God understand that concept that if my wife is not happy and I'm mistreating her, God does not hear my prayers. I want all my stuff. So it's just like you got to make sure that before you just jump in because of the looks or his money or what he's wearing, you got to make sure the first thing he's wearing is Jesus Christ. Because all that riches is nothing if it's only the riches of the world. Make sure his riches is in Jesus Christ. Make sure he got a bank account in heaven. That's how you will truly know women of God, young women, that you, you didn't ran into the right one. He'll love Christ. And he will put Christ before you. You will never come before his God. He will cut you off for Jesus. And that's just real talk, babe. Like, it's true. Like, y'all out here, y'all suffering in relationships y'all don't belong in. And y'all forcing something to be that God is already trying to show you is not to be. Y'all hanging on to people that God has already told you to cut loose and cut them off. Sever the relationship. But you're being disobedient and you hurting. You're hurting. It's tearing you up. It's tearing you apart. You're breaking in tears. You want to, you, you, you're going into depression because you're holding on to something that is not yours. Let it go and wait until God give you what's yours because something is out there waiting for you. It's growing with you. If a person can hurt you now, what do you think is going to happen when you marry? Listen to God, people. He's trying to save y'all. The reason why the divorce rate is so up, because y'all refuse to listen. Another thing is y'all refuse to long suffer. Love is long suffering. It's not something that it's going to just be all peaches and cream. No. It's some suffering you're going to go through. So if, you wanna, if you're trying to get married, just remember it's long suffering. Don't want the divorce because you think you fell out of love or you unhappy. Like that's not a reason for a divorce. Fall in love again. Like there's not there's not a reason for divorce because you don't like something a person done or they sin or the way they are. Y'all got to grow together. Divorce is not like boyfriend and girlfriend. It's over. It's not that easy. See, because some people get married and y'all divorce for these silly reasons. And then y'all go and y'all go be with somebody else and marry them. And you still in adultery because God didn't give you the authority to, to commit that divorce. You were supposed to go and reconcile that marriage, but yet you went and got a whole nother marriage. And God said, if you went and married another, you caused the other to commit adultery. So while you think you're living a good life, like you're committing adultery because you had no right to a divorce. God hates divorce. The only time God gives us permission is when the bed is defiled. So if there was no defilement in the bed, your divorce is in vain. And, and basically, forget what the paper says in, in the courts. It's what the it's what the word of God says in heaven. And whether or not you believe it or not, you're still connected. You're bound to that marriage until somebody dies. Yeah. And that's the word of God. Babe, you got anything to back up on that? I just gonna say this, with the whole um, "I fell out of love" thing. That's a that's 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 a cute lie to tell yourself to make yourself feel good, 
and to try to put the blame on the other person. But the truth of the matter is you just chose not to love that person anymore. Mm. Your love had a condition on it. Oh, wait. And the conditions were met for you to stop loving that person. You didn't fall out of love with that person. You made the choice to just not love that person no more. Because they didn't fulfill the Because condition. they didn't fulfill the conditions that you wanted to be met. So you withdrew. Mm. But true love never falls out. It never fails. It never fails. It endures forever. It, it never gives up. It never gives up. So that's just a little gem I want to leave you with the people who say we fell out of love. You never was in love. Or you just chose to stop loving. Mm. Well, people, I'm your girl, Niche Bars. I'm your boy, Ethan 760. And you just tuned in to the hot seat. How do you know it's it? Thank you for listening. Continue to listen again. Go check us out. Our album, our EP, Coming Out of the Fire, is out now. Right it's now. hot. It's flaming. It's burning. Fire. Go and check it out. Download it. Buy it. Whatever you got to do. Just get it in your speakers. Get it in your speakers.